Episode 189 of the Witty and Gritty Podcast. Today, we are going to read, pray, talk, tell through Galatians 1, verse 10. You know what's cool about Galatians? Tell me. When it's abbreviated, sometimes it looks like gal, and we're gal pals. <laughs> <laughs> and February's coming up, right? So it's You're like not wrong Galentines Galentine. and Galatians look very similar. Uh, well, this I would say the overall <laughs> vibe of this letter isn't so lovey-dovey. No. No, it's not, Brooke. So <laughs> Paul wrote a letter to the Galatians, lots of little churches in Galatia at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's getting on to people. Do you think they had the, you know, wisdom back then that you write the angry letter but then burn it? The do not send it. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. But he's like, nope, I'm going to send it. These hey, people need to know. <laughs> the truth hurts. What is that scripture you'd like to quote? Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Yeah. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. I yeah. think. Got to hold each other accountable. And yep. sometimes it hurts. It's true. Iron is not a gentle material. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we're going to read Galatians 1.10. Farron's going to read it in the ESV, and I'm going to read it in the NLT. Yes. And then we're going to talk about it. Okay. So the ESV version is, For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And in the NLT it says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. This really speaks to my nineness. <laughs> oh, yes? Yes. Tell me. People pleasing oh. is the first thing that comes to mind. Yes. Very yeah. good. And we always encourage you guys to go back and read the context of the scripture. So again, at some point, we'd love for you to go through and read chapter 1 of Galatians on your own. But just to give you a little bit of insight as to where this verse is coming from, he is writing to the Galatians because there's this uh, unrest or uncertainty, kind of this gray area. Contradictory, kind of. Yeah, so these people have been um, practicing the law, which, to put it simply, is the Judaic law, which I guess isn't the so Mosaic simple. law okay. back from the day where if there's mold on your clothes, you got to do this, this, and this. And yes, started with the Ten Commandments, that didn't work, so they said we need more rules, rules to help us follow the rules. And so then we got more rules, and they said people are still being terrible. How about more rules? <laughs> <laughs> And so long story short, Jesus came because no matter how many rules people were given, we continued to mess it up and sin. Uh, and we're still sinners today, but thank you for Jesus. Anywho, yes. so people were in the habit of following the law in order to achieve salvation. And so this idea of uh, flipping that script and placing your faith in Jesus Christ and, of course, God the Father in order to attain salvation was a whole new way of thinking. Right. So for reading this week, we want you to read chapter one. We also both listen to the Daily Audio, Daily Audio Bible. So feel free to go listen to that. You can actually pick when Galatians is if you want to read it out loud. So Daily Audio Bible is a great way to do that. And maybe once a week we'll give a different resource. So that's the only one we're giving you right now. Yes. So use it or find another one. So in this verse, when he's talking about, am I seeking the approval of man or of God? He is coming there not to tell you what's going to make you love him. He's trying to tell you the truth because, um, you know, pleasing God is going to be speaking his truth and the gospel and speaking about his son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so while that might upset many people, um, he's not, Paul's not here to please you. So are you catching up on this tone that mm -hmm. we're putting down for you guys? I'm not here to make you happy, guys. Yep. 
don't you want to keep reading? I'm here to <laughs> speak some truth to you. Absolutely. Yes. So Farron, you had a good pray question you could ask, you could talk with God about. What Hit us with it. Yes. So as a nine and a people pleaser, you know, sometimes that creates inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. I say or concede things um, in light of just keeping others happy, avoiding confrontation. And so maybe during your prayer time, you need to stop and ask God if you are truly pleasing him with the way you're living your life or others. And it could be, you know, zero for pleasing God and 10 for pleasing others, or it could be the other way around, or you might be kind of in the middle, right? Sometimes you please God, sometimes you please others. So just finding out where you are on that continuum would be great. And then if you find yourself pleasing others more than God, you could also ask him to work on your heart a bit. That's the great part, Farron, because if you know you're struggling with it, or if you're back to the grit mini series, it's you're unconsciously incompetent at something, like you don't realize you're constantly people pleasing or trying to do that versus what you know is right. It's nice to be able to get that called out of you and then to pray over that. Please help me fix it. And that's what he's here for too. Yeah. And you might even have the heart to do the right thing. And you might even have that pause in a moment where you know Crud, I'm just going to make this choice because it's more comfortable. Uh-huh. So <laughs> anyone else feel me out there? Uh, so I've even prayed for just like confidence. That's to great. To stand up and, you know, say or do whatever I need to be doing. But also um, just for peace uh, in, that, in those uncomfortable moments. So mm-hmm. almost getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Uh, so those are specific things. So depending on if you don't know where you really are and you need to do some self-reflection on that continuum of pleasing God or pleasing others, find out where you are first, then check your heart. Is it, you know, for your own gain that you're pleasing others? Is it avoiding confrontation? So first step, you want to make sure that your heart posture really is for God. And then maybe you're there. Maybe you're like, check that box too, Farron. I do have a heart after God. And I know those exact situations. It just happened the other day. And I'm even predicting it's happening tomorrow when I meet with so-and-so. Now you have a plan. Then pray for what you need. Mm -hmm. Bravery, confidence, um, wisdom to deliver the words in such a way that you'll be heard. And then, you know, being comfortable. It's also okay. Yes. To pray for the recipient of this information. That's a good one. Yeah. Because sometimes if you're, this is great. We're going right into the talk section too. So let's say Farron, you and I are having a conflict or I'm feeling upset about something. My feelings got hurt. I don't know. I'm feeling my feelings. It's my job to talk to Farron. That's part of that confession piece too. I know I struggled a little bit last year with just... Missing you. (laughs) No, that sounds weird. But just getting that called out of me, like, I can see where this is sinful, and I need to talk to Farron about making sure that she knows my heart and I know her heart, and that she can help keep me in check. And she can even, you did a good job of also, like, hey, this is what's going on. Here's some other things that are going on without being too specific, but I just wanted you to know. And Mm -hmm. that helped me too. So even if you don't know how to have the conversation, just start by having the conversation. That's where that prayer comes too, because you can pray for, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how she's going to take it. We already have the agreement we're in this for life, so we know we're (laughs) going to work through it. It's just a matter of how, when, and can we do it biblically. biblically. And I think another idea is to 
go talk and have coffee with someone maybe you admire for their boldness. Yeah. Um, because some people are bold and you might not admire the way they go about it. <laughs> yes, the delivery. <laughs> yes, or realistically you're like, I don't see that in the cards for me, but hey, this person really models what I think I could be capable of. Yeah. Um, two of my kids are bold and I'm walking this fine line of not wanting to smother that flame, but you know, mm-hmm. just harness harness the so power. So the delivery's good. Yes. That and goes right into the tell piece, Farron. Good yes. job. Tell us more about how you're teaching your kids about this. Well, I don't really know if I'm doing a great job. That's okay. We all got to start somewhere. Uh, one thing I'm letting them know is I see what they're trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. I like make sure with them, is this what you're trying to say? Yeah. And then I point out to them, well, because you said it this way. Here's the interpretation. This is how I heard it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I stopped. And as your mom, I know your heart. I know what you meant. And I yeah. saw what you saw. Yeah. But if I only heard what you said. Yep. Because uh, my delivery is not, not very it. good. <laughs> I would not have taken it that way. And it's especially helpful when they're having a disagreement with one another because they're getting so mad that the other just can't see or hear from their perspective, Mm -hmm. maybe. And so when we rephrase things, the other one immediately is already apologizing (laughs) because I said it the way the other one was Mm -hmm. trying to convey. Anywho, not perfect all the time, but that's one thing that I am trying to do. Yeah, I love that tactic to where you come in and you say, this is what I'm saying, and then the recipient can say... What I heard you saying and what I feel you're saying is this. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? So, Farron, you're doing a good job of modeling that. So that way, whenever they start talking to each other, like, okay, I hear you saying this, but is that what you meant? No. Okay, let's work through it. Something that I, or what, were you going to add anything else to that part? Um, well, what I was going to say, too, about talking to someone who you admire, like, wow, they're really bold and confident, mm-hmm. and I could aspire to be that, is as a presenter, for my current job back in the day when I uh, was just being pulled into presenting. Thank you for the nudges, former colleague. (laughs) But uh, I just remember thinking like, well, they're so confident. They got it all together and I don't have that. But in talking to them before they presented and after presenting, like they were crapping their pants before I do. (laughs) And, you know, like most things, we don't want to hear it, but it comes with practice and it does get easier but even the most seasoned presenters were like I still get butterflies Mm. in my stomach before I present that's back to that deliberate practice you've read many series so chances are if you sit down and have coffee with somebody that you admire one they're going to be so flattered (laughs) (laughs) so of course they're going to want to share their great ideas with you but I think you might be surprised to know that they're not going to be like dummy you just you fill in the blank but Mm -hmm. they're they're probably going to be more relatable than you might think yes so one of the things I had with Tell and like teaching our kids, so the way the verse is phrased in NLT, he's got some sass. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. And that makes me think of that phrase where it's, what isn't popular, wait, what is popular isn't always right, and what is, what is right isn't always popular. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing to teach your kids too, because they're going to approach seasons of hard friendships, or they're being peer pressured to do something, and you've got to let them know like you have to do the right thing, even if that means mm-hmm. it's not the cool thing to do. Yeah, there's been some instances with my oldest that's um, currently in fifth grade, and where she's sitting there watching um, these kids mm-hmm. that are just loud, yeah, saying their opinions, and everyone kind of just going along with it, and realizing like, well, that's not true, like. Why didn't anyone say anything? And I'm like, 
yeah, even you. No. Yeah. Because she's more like me, a little more quiet and reserved. But um, she's starting to see that now. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, as much as we can encourage not them to put them in a super uncomfortable position or a point where they're, you know, going to get into a verbal altercation or bullying is such a real thing, but just letting them know that, yeah, that happens even as adults and just because they're the ones that are the loudest doesn't mean and no one responds doesn't technically mean that everyone agrees but it sure can look that way yeah and that's also that being bold and stepping up and being like this is wrong i'm not doing it mm-hmm. and you can say that too Ooh, there was a time i had to do that at work recently <laughs> and i said i am not doing this thing yeah. i don't agree with it on any level and then you know, I think some people... <laughs> Were there consequences? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if this will resonate with anyone out there, but it resonates with myself. So, self, <laughs> if you are listening to this later, <laughs> this is for you. It's not too late to circle back to a conversation. Absolutely. There are so many times that later, especially at night, you lay mm-hmm. down and you're replaying an instant incident and you're like, I should have said this. Uh-huh. I don't think it's too late to come back to it. And for some of our more hot-tempered friends... Who do you mean? I don't know. That <laughs> might be a good strategy. Is it me? <laughs> no, it wasn't directed at you. Uh, but if you find help, there As you, you go. look at me and nope. gesture towards me. <laughs> uh, there's only two of us in the room. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> you flip tables, okay? <laughs> Point is, maybe taking a beat. Isn't such a bad idea. Yeah. But also, if you're like, I lost my opportunity, I also don't think that's true. Just think how much more calm, collected, and confident you'll be to circle back to it. Also, the person receiving it. Pray for it before you circle back. Yeah. (laughs) But then the person receiving it might also not be in the throes of the conversation. Yeah. Heat of the moment. Yeah. The heat of the moment. Very good. Okay, well, that was Read, Pray, Talk, and Tell Through Galatians 1, verse 10. Come back next week, and we'll hit you with another one. Remember your homework. Read chapter 1. Yeah, get it, guys. Bye.